Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. I'm going to turn that music down. I wanted to have a little start here. Hopefully I am. Maybe up a little bit more. This is called First Light. And when I was being offered the opportunity yesterday to have a startup music, I forgot how loud that music could be. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm having just a bit of congestion. I guess it comes with spring. And so if you will bear with me, I do apologize. And hopefully this will pass soon. Um, I can't speak for the rest of you, but for myself, for some reason, I always seem to be a little bit more congested in the morning than I am in the rest of the day. So it seems to get under control somewhat. So uh, I, I'm not. A, I'm also not a doctor of medicine, and so I do not uh, know the physiological aspect of that. So in any event, this particular piece of music is called First Light. And what a beautiful and appropriate piece of music to play today. And so I'm going to invite you to just quietly sit with me and feel the tones of this music resonate within you. Breathe deeply. I encourage my listeners to act as though they have their nose and the soles of their feet because it elongates your breath. And as you move into the breathing process, the quiet time, the meditation, you're pulling the air up through the soles of your feet, up the front of your calf, up your thighs, crossing your hips into your tailbone, your divining rod, your spine, and you move up through your chakras, letting go of all the troubles you today, your fears, because this show is about love. You pull fearless breath up in the sacral chakra. And you allow the full experience of creativity to flow through your body as your breath, fearless and creative, goes in to the solar plexus, the zone of healing. And you envision your body healing as you move up into your heart, the zone of love. And pulling that fearless, creative, healing, loving breath up. Come to your throat chakra. Ah, that is your subatomic weapon. And so I encourage people to think of it as the zone to forgive. As you're coming through, forgive yourself. Pulling your breath up further to the crown chakra, the zone of manifestation. 
You now have pulled fearless, creative, healing, loving, forgiving, manifesting breath up through your body and manifest yourself today. I worry about tomorrow. Let's just keep manifesting ourselves for today as a loving being, as kind, as sensitive to how we treat others. And then pull that fearless, creative, loving, healing, forgiving, manifesting breath up and act as though the top of your head is a baseball cap and allow your breath to join with the breath who is with you. Feel the joy of that breath as you breathe out. I am enough. Repeat the process. Keep breathing. Feel the presence of God around you. Always. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful music. Let's see if it's starting again. I mean, there we go. I was about ready to start again. I can hear a bit of static today on the telephone, and uh, I'm concerned that it may be mine, and I hope that it is not. I'm going to go ahead and open the chat room. So I don't often open it anymore because uh, I cannot chat and talk and watch for telephone calls at the same time. It, it, it defies my, um, my ability to uh, multitask. And I think I'm pretty good at multitasking. But if any of you are having difficulty hearing me, if my voice is going in and out, if there is any sort of static, let me know and I will uh, switch to a landline or at least a computer landline. There's nothing really computer-free uh, anymore that uh, I don't even know if the phone company has it, but maybe they do. Now, today's show is going to be about a fresh start to love, just love. 
and 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 that's that's just a huge gigantic topic and we probably talk about it every time uh in some degree because it is such a giant subject but for today we're going to to talk about the power of uniting our own breaths with each other's and the power that we have to ra- in raising our consciousness to change the mim the collective consciousness of everyone, to start adjusting the thinking of everyone. And what better day to talk about love than a day that is recognized as a holy day, a day of God shining around us, perhaps down on us for most of us. But why don't we expand that concept today is I ask you to always. And to me, it's the lesson of the book of Job. God is with you always. I like to call God love because to me, that's the counterpoint to fear, which is really what evil comes from. Fear. There may be some very sick, sick people out there who are just getting their jollies off hurting other people. Uh, But for the most part, People do the horrific things that they do because there's a, they are afraid there is not enough for them. And who knows enough of what? Enough love, enough money, enough power, um, that they're not going to get their fair share unless uh, they become engaged in outrageous, unloving conduct. And, and I think that we all recognize what love is. Well, maybe we don't. So many of us are caught up in relationships that do not have at their core that kind of supportive, caring, unconditional, gentle, staying there always love that comes from God, from love. And so we we are involved in a, in almost an elusive chase to find love. What is love? Where can I find it? We many times mistake it for sexual uh, pleasure, but sexual pleasure is great. Don't get me wrong. Hey, it's great. It's right up there, better than anything. But the reality is that love is something a bit more enduring maybe a lot more enduring. It it endures past the time when someone is physically, sexually beautiful. You all are. It moves past the time when your mind has the acuity and, and the sharpness of a sharp pen. It, it moves past the time when you care enough to color your hair. It moves past the time of makeup for women and Viagra for men. It is that staying, enduring quality. That is what God gives us. And I'm inclined to believe that if we can learn to love ourselves, then having another person, a relationship with another that's reflective of that loving spirit within us, that spirit that accepts and cares for someone, that lets them be themselves, allows their free will to go on, such as God gives to us. 
Finding that person will happen or not, but we will not be less complete either way. Now, that's not to say finding that person means you're never going to disagree. Wouldn't that be amazing? That's not to say you never disagree with God. But it is to say that love is an enduring, gentle, kind, thoughtful, sensitive, unconditional feeling. So even if you fight, you still want to be with each other and are enraptured by the presence of each other, just as each of us are always in the presence of God. God never leaves our side. Not for a second. And if you'll recall that that feeling when when things become unbearable, you probably have thought that God was gone, that you have been forsaken, that God was there beside you, holding you up, supporting you, and waiting for you to recognize him or her. doesn't matter to me what you call God. It doesn't matter to me if you call God uh Allah, or if you call God Yahweh, or if you call God uh, some other name. The great spirit, the eternal now, the all that is. The master, the creator, the divine one. You would not be listening to this program if there wasn't something that you called something beyond yourself. And felt of, felt was God or love. So today we're going to focus our energy on building a collective sense of that eternal presence around us. We are never forsaken. We are always in the presence of love of God. And God is always in our presence. Now, why would I say it both ways? Because somehow, as I've listened in churches over the years, I I would hear them talking about uh, me being in the presence of God, but it never seemed to be that there was a corollary thinking that God was around me too, in my presence. That, That it was an individual thing. And I grew up as a Methodist, which is a pretty individual religion. I don't know if most of you know about John Wesley, but my gosh, John was out there, had a little book going, and he wrote what he did every second of every day. Well, every minute maybe, every five minutes. He was constantly attending to his own behavior. Perfect religion for me to grow up in perfect religion for my personality, my bent. And, you know, it's very similar to Buddha who believes that we need to focus on the now, on where we are in this moment. Matter of fact, it's something that's talked about in just about every face. This is the day the Lord has given. Rejoice and be glad in it. I believe that goes Islam, 
Christian, Jewish? Certainly it's Buddhism, which believes in uh, focusing on what is right now. The gentleman who was selected to be the head of the Buddhist church in China was asked, why did Siddhartha come to China? And he looked out and he saw a very young, young, young tree. And this was many, many years after Siddhartha had come to, or Buddhism had come to China. And he said, he was selected because he said, the tree in the garden. Which at that particular point, was in a, in a state of beauty. And who knew what it was going to look like tomorrow? But right now, today was exquisite. And right now, today, is all we ever live. For just a moment, let's engage in a fiction. So we're going to be space travelers. And we're going to move forward to Wednesday. Now, well, no, let's move forward till Monday because that would be tomorrow. So you move forward to tomorrow. And what does tomorrow become while you're there? Today. And if you move back... you would still be in today. The problem is not just the tomorrows. The problem is that we all tend to cling to things that happen to us and they they take away from our ability to show love for others. And they also take away from our ability to love ourselves. So if we focus on how somebody done me wrong, then we're judging that person, but we're also keeping our mind warped and trapped in that pain of yesterdays. We're not letting it go. Taking what is good from it and moving forward. Allowing ourselves to grow and stay with love as opposed to stay in self-condemnation and condemnation of others. Now, these are a lot of words, and believe me, it's only recently, and I'm a, a fairly old woman, it's only recently that I've begun to feel the joy of those words. That I truly, truly can say to you that I feel refreshed in the moment. That I can allow other people to make their choices and make those, allow those choices not to be about me about some flaw in me or some judgment of me, but just a choice. And that I can walk away from that choice having been made, no matter how it impacts me, and continue to be a loving, caring being. That I can reach out to a person who might have harmed me, emotionally, not physically, I don't think. Uh, I could reach out to probably someone who harmed me physically. Maybe we need to go to the extreme. And, and I could just still recognize what was good in that person. That I can choose my words. 
to uplift and inspire. And at the end of the day, even if I don't succeed in uplifting and inspiring, you know what, folks? At the end of the day, I know that I have done my best to be my best self. And when I have not, and we all have moments of not being our best self, of not being love, of not respecting that mem of love, when I have those moments, I can forgive myself and say, learn from that. I don't want to do that again. I can give you a very good example because it involves that, that whole method is growing up in me, that, that introspection, looking at my behavior. Does it meet my personal standard? And if it doesn't, moving on. The other day someone was telling me about someone, another person, and who had made a major accomplishment. And it, as I'm listening, I... I could tell that this major accomplishment was grounded in a piece of case law that I was familiar with. And as the person was talking to me, I remembered that I found that case for the person, for the other person. And and it started off as as an accolade for the individual, let's call him Joe, so that will make it easier. For Joe, having written something that was just phenomenal and very, very good for the client, our client, that we share. And then as the dialogue went on, the person kept saying, well, Joe stumbled across this case. Joe stumbled across this case. And I knew Joe hadn't stumbled across the case that I had given it to him because Joe had had the foresight to ask me. And I wanted, I don't know what I wanted. I I think that probably if I were self-introspective, I probably wanted a little of the credit. Let's be honest. God knows why. I've got enough credit in my life. And so what do I do? Like, to me, it was an unloving act. I should have just let it go on like that. I said, oh, well, I found that case for Joe. I gave it to him. But I have no no responsibility with how he used it. Oh, I didn't need to be a part of Joe's success. So that was not the most loving behavior I could have done in that moment. And so what did I do? I, I have to decide, that's not who I want to be. I'm not going to do that anymore. And that's okay. We're not talking about a perfect standard, a perfect path, a totally always making the right decision existence. We all have to come up against who we are not to decide who we are. But so often when we come up against who we are not, We become so involved in flailing to show that that is not who we are, that we end up looking like it is who we are. Was it Shakespeare who said, I think he protests too much? Sometimes we need to allow people to have their unloving opinions of us. And then move forward to be the loving being that we are so that we can show them their opinions are wrong. 
if you want to show someone you are a loving being, you don't do that by raising missiles. If you want to show someone that you care about them, you don't do that when they challenge you and are upset with you and are seeing someone different than you are. Instead, you wonder, hmm, so now what can I do to cause this opinion to exist? Ooh, you take responsibility and then you say, well, I'm going to have to try to make sure I don't do that again. Forgive yourself and move to the next part of the drama. I need to show X, Y, Z. That's pronounced <laughs> that I am loving of him or her. That simple. That I am loving of him or her. And how do you do that? My brother calls it nudging, gentle nudging. You think good thoughts about the person. You hope that that person, you you try through your words to inspire them to be all they can be. You invoke for them happiness. You pray for peace in their lives. And if that doesn't work, and if you find yourself still judging someone because you believe they judge you, then put them at the front of your prayer line. Perhaps one of the most notable stories about Jesus is in the Sermon on the Mount. He talked about loving your enemies. Love your enemies. Can you imagine where we would be if we could avoid that stark terror fear reaction to 9-11 that we that ascribe to being a nation of religion, various religions, but of religion, and if we went first to our churches, first to our Bibles, first to forgiving this terrible, terrible indiscretion, that we opened ourselves up to invite God into the solution? Can you imagine us today? If we invited peace in, if we invited love in, instead of rushing to our guns, people would be so different. 
My children would be different. My son-in-law was marred by that war and still is. He's an army officer. Very bright man. Very bright man. But isn't our ultimate goal to be our army officers protecting our peace? My daughter would be different. She has cancer as a result of having been in Iraq, one of many who have this weird cancer. The parents of everyone out there who today sit with remorse because they went to the funerals of their children would have their children with them. Young people who are dismembered and scarred would be whole again. All because we practiced what we believed. Instead of allowing someone to taunt us into the king of the hill moves. I recognize that it is the nature of our beings to want to prove someone is wrong. I recognize that it is the nature of our beings to love. And we counter that. We counter that with fear. And certainly there have been reasons for fears. There is no doubt about it. There have been reasons. We have advanced as a species so far in the last 50 years. It is just truly amazing. Maybe 50 years isn't long enough. In the last 100 years, probably. There is so much that we have accomplished. There is such a raising of consciousness and a desire for peace. Look at the days when people join together to meditate together and send a love around this planet. We have to dare to love. And it is scary at times, particularly when you aren't loved back. And it is in those moments that you need to say to yourself, what lesson is there in this for me? As you shake the sand from your feet and move on as a loving being. I think this is a very good time for all of us to join our hands with the hands of each other's gods and to listen to Be Still Thy Soul for a moment. I'm not going to talk I've already talked to you through a meditative pose. You may use whatever you want. 
I'm looking at the incense right now in my room and listening to the bare clack of the bells. I want a new fountain. Isn't it amazing? We live in a world of wants. And I'm looking at the smoke from the incense curl up in an undulating way. Visually pleasing, visually reminding me that in all times, the most important one is right now. In all times, I can be present, literally present, and only right now. For all times, we need to learn to let go of past times, not past lessons, past times, and take the lessons that we've learned from the past into now. And we need to believe and begin to accept that each and every one of us is a vital, important part of the world. That does not mean we're the same It just means that each and every one of us has a role to play, whether big or small. And does it matter? I would much rather be known for making a difference because I forgive myself, because I forgive others, and because I try to uplift others to be all they can be. than to be known as a successful, line-drawing, aggressive, harming, not caring. I don't want the butts in front of me. But if a butt has to be put there, let that butt be love for me. A caring being, a loving being. And I invite you to do the same. As we listen to Anil's Be Still I Soul, open your heart to love. Open your heart to being the light that you are. And when that song finishes, stay in your meditative pose and we will begin to do a consciousness-raising exercise together today. Here we go. Three minutes and 40 seconds, just you and God.
Make me one source of light. I'm going to play, and and this one I'm going to do in the background. It's called Sky Scent. It's also by Anile, and I'm going to play it in the background. It's it's more for the music than today is going to be for the words. But as we sit here together, holding hands, each of us with on our dominant side the hand of God and on our other side the hand of a neighbor's God. Let us begin to feel the presence of God in the room with us. Let's recognize that feeling. Let's feel the energy of God moving between us and around the circle. And I'm sorry, I'm competing with words here. I may have made a poor choice in music. But let's let these words flow through it. As we feel the energy of God moving between each other, entering our body. And that energy is pure love. Unadulterated love. love passes through you, moving around the circle in a wave, going first around the circle right, and when it comes back and enters your shoulder on your left, move toward the left, so that we begin undulating to the feeling of love of God. Now, let us pulsate, let us move to the words of this song. of love and as you do now begin to breathe with the energy pulling this God driven love up through your body 
And you breathe out. Breathe out, I am love. Just feeling the music and the presence of God on either side of you as God's love moves through your body. You begin to feel energized. Breathing in, I am loved. Breathing out, I am open. Feel the energy of love of God going through you, coursing through you. As a circle takes on the image of energy, fluorescent light moving around first one direction, then the other. Crystal clear, beautiful, light infused by God's presence in you. See yourself as you close your eyes, beginning to shine with light. That is love. You are passing love to God and God is passing love to you.
feel the love. Feel the love moving around the circle. And now let us allow it to peak. Let us envision pillars of love coming out of our heart and joining with God's love as we send it around the world. That love is possible. That peace is possible. That we don't have to just believe in love. Love is not just a belief system. Love is who we are. Love is who we choose to be. Love is how we choose to act. Feel the presence of love of God with you now. Let it expand beyond these words that I speak and feel the room within which you find yourself. Feel the vibrancy of being one with God. And know that that feeling is there for you always simply by reaching out your hand and inviting God in. This is one of those moments where you don't want to break it. You don't want it to end. You don't want that sense of love to pass. And I encourage you, don't let it. Don't let it Keep it going. Let the winds of peace put this song in. Sorry, I'm trying to get the sound right. Let the wind of peace flow through your life. And now let us breathe as we breathe together. Let us breathe peace and love for this breath. Breathe peace and love for this breath. 
Let us circle with the magnificent energy we have created by sitting together with God. Let us send that energy out. Let us believe we are enough. Let us know we are enough. Let us be loved. It's not a fantasy. But it will continue to be a fantasy as long as we allow people to keep us from being our highest self. It will continue to be something we aspire for rather than we live. As long as we allow our minds to become admired like the Brea Tar Pit in the past, in past injustices, in past mistakes, and we don't see the bright future right here, right now, in the present. We are refreshed. Let us take that sense of refreshment that we have and let it guide us today. Let it guide our actions today. Let us be loved. Let us be loving to one another. Let us pause To send the feelings of a fresh start, a new beginning to all that is. Let us see the strength of love, not the weakness. Let us Change the men of worthiness that keeps people from sharing with others without expectation of return. As you begin to exit this meditation today, allow your mind to linger this day of all days and the strength of the energy created in our love circle. Know that you are enough to make a difference. 
take the time to do so. I am honored to have spent this time with you, and I am honored by those who listen to this program throughout the week. May love enfold you, and may you take that love that is surrounding you. Invite it in as a permanent guest in yourself. And hand in hand, go forth with God to make a difference. Until next time, I say namaste. And may you be on a serene path. I will play Serenity Road until next Sunday. Namaste. Blessings until next time.